You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Nerd Index. Targets in, targets out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nerd to No Basis here with Kian. Hello. And Dara. Ahoy. Ahoy, hoy. How are we doing, boys? <laughs> good. We are good. Um, I, uh, so I've been away for a while. I've had like a two week vacation. It's like super good. Um, so I don't know if shows went out or not. Did you guys? Did we do a show last week? No, we didn't. You gave us the week off. That's, not see, that anyone it. who's listening to this will know. I don't. I don't even like know what day it is now. Most of the time. <laughs> no, no. I think I think the last time I think the last show we had was me and Kean. Uh, but you're going off on a Star Trek ramble. <laughs> Oh, fair. Actually, I listened to that show. That was a lot of fun. Oh, good, because we have more Netflix uh, drama to bring in today. So oh, I'm, wonderful. wonderful. I'm, I'm psyched to have that continuity of thought. Well, what so, well, so, so, what is on uh, our mind? Do you want to bring us in with Netflix drama, Kian? Well, not Netflix drama as such, but I've been watching Hawkeye. And uh, before we get into the meat of that, Hawkeye has... A, I won't name specific characters, but like the internet's on fire about it. Hawkeye has basically opened the door to characters that were created by Marvel Netflix rejoining the Marvel universe played by those Daredevil. characters. What? Daredevil. <laughs> well, Ian won't name names. Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't oh like it, I mean, it wasn't like I mean, we could have just danced around it for 15 minutes, but it I was, guess if you... it wasn't like the top story of every geek website for the past yeah. four days. The old Civic Reunion train doesn't come by here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but no, hold on. Before we get into before we get into that, I just want to say, uh, you know, it's funny, right? So Spotify Wrapped was on over the last week, right? Mm. And I was looking to Spotify, like just kind of going through it. And like my fifth most listened to podcast is Nerd to Know Media. Not because I listen to myself like I'm vain, but when, I, when I'm not on the show, I just like listening to you guys. So I always oh. listen to the shows on, on there. So I'm just like, well, this is like, this looks really bad. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. It's not that I'm listening to myself because I don't, but uh, I do. Oh, like I do. To shows. Do you I'm listen shameless. to the show? <laughs> i edit the shows so like once i edit them i'm kind of like i don't listen to them again but like i actually sit down and listen to the shows that you guys do solo i'm like oh that's a fun show that i wasn't on 
that's great. That's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's... But I just, want, I just wanted to bring it up because I was just like, oh, you know, that'd be good to know. But when I was listening to it, it's like number five, Nerd to No Media. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> without context, that looks like. Uh no, I'm more really interested in what one to four are. Oh, um, I don't know what the order is, but it's like conspiracy podcasts, okay. uh, Crowder, um, and some wrestling podcasts, and that's it. See, that's so. what I love about Spotify Rap, though. It's like the episode of The Simpsons where they're doing The Shining, and Marge walks up to the typewriter, and she's like, "This will give me a window into his madness." <laughs> and that seems to be everyone's reaction to their own Spotify Raps this year. To be fair, my Spotify rap mainly um, was in f- the two top bands were inflamed to children about him, and I'm like, of course, like it's like, yeah, no, mine, mine, I like everyone's like, man, I wasn't expecting that. Mine's pretty much exactly what you expect, just yeah. a lot of Gajira and fair. a lot of Trivium, fair. and yeah, that's been my year. <laughs> Actually, I was, I, um, was listening to the new Arch Enemy song there today, mm. and. Uh, I just walked out of the room because it was on YouTube. And then a song came on. I'm like, this song's pretty good. I was obviously was away from the computer. And um, then I'm like, geez, that really sounds like Trivium. And then I'm like, <laughs> I bet it's Trivium. I walked in and it was the new Trivium, The Phalanx. Yes. That's a really good tune. It's the really, new... really good. We're, okay, if we're going to make this a, uh, a metal podcast for like a hot minute, that new Trivium album absolutely slaps wall it's, to wall. It's really good. And like on top of the fact that it is just it is like a fantasy novel thrown through a Court of the Dragons just goes so hard. Yo, okay, no, but like if you're if you are nerdy and into heavy metal, this is kind of your jam. It's so good. It's like as if there was any other type of heavy metal person. That's a very good point. That's a very, very, very good point. It's funny, we were doing the all Ireland metal um thing there during the week because we had to give the money to um bernardo's which is a children's charity and uh, what a time to be alive yeah we, we well it was weird it was during metal the saves the children well i don't know if we'll save hey, the listen, children but kids saved once. that's, that's true. true that's true um but anyway yeah we went in and uh we gave the check and it was like 200 uh two grand or something like that two and a half grand well actually it was exactly two and a half grand and um we were like, oh yeah, grand, grand. She's. It was during the AWS um, downtime, which we will talk about, I suppose, later. And uh, she's just like, yeah, a lot of metalheads seem to be either uh, kind of nerdy or into computers. And we're like, yeah, that's pretty much that's how awesome. it is, all right. <laughs> that's pretty much how it is, all right. I don't know anyone that isn't one of one of both of those things uh, who's into metal. I just love how all these things that calls like public scares in the eighties are now so twee. Like and safe, like Dungeons and Dragons was exactly the same. Like you know, I still one of Tom Hanks's breakthrough roles in acting was in like a movie demonizing Dungeons and Dragons, what and like how it turned Tom Hanks's character into like a serial killer. What movie? Do you want? I need to see it. It's called. I think it's called Mazes and Monsters. If you want like a good, so bad it's good movie, that's a really good pick. Oh man, I think I've heard about that. I just remember that was Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because they've basically, he's the only reason anyone's heard of it now, because it was before he got big, you know, no, no pun intended. Uh, I, love um, I love it, I love it. I was actually going to make the exact same pun, but ah! it. It beat me to up by literally a second. <laughs> it's absolutely too late in the evening for this nonsense. Oh, 
but um oh no, I'm, I'm totally going to add that to my watch list because uh, it was like i um, was watching the south park uh post-covid thing today and i think it's part of a i think it's part of the season because it was an hour-long episode and it's like it just kind of ends on a cliffhanger well, um, they do kind of serialized arcs now, don't they, in South Park? I think this is a serialized arc, but it's right. it's actually fantastic. So uh, obviously, there's no way to watch it in Ireland, um, unless you theoretically load oh, up a go. computer program that allows you to theoretically get uh, material from the internet um, for educational purposes, of course. So. I'm gonna add that Tom Hanks movie to my list. Uh, uh, speaking I'll, of, actually, we should really uh, reach out to uh, to say ExpressVPN for a sponsorship. <laughs> we totally should, and you know, not theoretically at all. You totally should use. There's VPN the movie poster, by the way. I, I just found it. The movie poster actually. The movie poster oh is way better than it has any right to be. <laughs> okay, so for radio <laughs> listeners, because uh, this is a radio podcast first and foremost, uh, you need to Google that because holy hell, it's as bad as you. Uh, you think it is but no seriously expressvpn uh, that's a good call kev because uh, i actually do use them funny story about expressvpn so when brexit came in um everyone was like oh no i can't use my amazon account what's going on like they can't use their amazon prime uh, it's like use a vpn and i actually discovered that you can use any vpns on the web or on mobile but if you want to actually build a router if you're using a router uh very few VPNs actually allow you to set that up correctly and actually will trick the the website into doing what you wanted to do. But ExpressVPN actually allows you to do that. So my my router for um, using Prime and uh, unrestricted and for using uh, the iPlayer, which should be free because it should be part of reparations to Ireland. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, you're like, not wrong. <laughs> no, it literally should. There's no reason for it to not be free for us because it's like, come on, just um, something. Listen, you shot, you shot Big Mick. Give us the eye player. <laughs> like you killed a million of us. And you sent the other million around the world. Come on, the eye player should be free. The eye player is reparations for what you did, to Jim Flanagan, <laughs> or or. Jim Larkin, RTE player as a punishment. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know what? Here's the thing, right? The order. So, uh, yeah. So that's that. So if you guys do, if you're having that problem, get the Express VPN. Uh, it, it's totally worth it. We're totally going to hit them up for sponsorship. I'll, I'll actually, and I, 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 that, I, the, 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 uh, ha, ha, the router. Oh, he's self-destructing. <laughs> <laughs> the router thing does say really because I've used. Uh, no, no shade here. I've been using Nord. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Uh, but I use uh, a lot. I cr- I cast a lot of stuff through Comcast, and Nord yeah. just does not cover that. No, it doesn't. Um, I tell you what, I uh, Kev, I'll actually talk you through how to how to set up that router because it's actually really easy, very straightforward. But it's about thirty bucks to get one. Uh, they're like little home routers. Yeah, and, and you can. It, it pretty much works very much the same way if you set up a hotspot as well. Um, mm. and you can you can use them for loads of different things. But I'll I'll, I'll walk you through it later on. Um, but yeah, so you can actually do it, and that's how um, you get around it. But what was interesting, well, I was going somewhere, and I've lost my thread. Where were we going before that? Um, well, a hot minute and ten ago, we were talking about Hawkeye, and I knew this was going to happen because you two came to me and said, I have no topics, and I said, No problem, I have two. <laughs> and I knew, I knew that I wouldn't need them. 
And uh, can, we, can we check the rap sheet? Was uh, ExpressVPN and Mazes of Monsters on your comics? <laughs> no, I do not think it was. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember. Oh, it. Look, I'm happy to go with the current. Oh, what I'm was that? Saying, no, no. I knew this is what it was going to okay, be. Okay, was, was the new Trivium album not on that as well? <laughs> I, I remember now. I remember now. So the RTE player, right? So the RTE player is one of the worst things ever made. Except when it plays ads for Kerrygold, which... I don't need an ad for Kerrygold because you buy Kerrygold like you drink water. It's just a necessity. The same with like Av- Avon milk. Like you don't need them. Ah, you don't need to advertise these things in Ireland. Right. So anyway, here's the only thing that works except on a Roku stick. The Roku stick just seems to magically work the RT player. So you can watch Crime Call in high definition with a Roku box. It's the only place you can do it. What sort of sorcery did Roku have to commit to? I don't know. It's the only time it ever works. It's the only time it ever works. Do, do, Roku do Rokus run on the same strain of potato that seems to be running the RTE player? No. It, look, as I said, when you try to use the RTE player for anything ever on any other device, the only thing that works are ads for Kerrygold. That's it. So uh, With one asterisk, and that being when the toy show is on. Mm. Seems to be the only time I have never had an issue with the t- with the iPlayer. Really? That Any other time. Big problem. Oh, Tried okay. to watch the general election results. Couldn't do it. It was a slideshow. Toy show? Fine. That's because <laughs> that's, they turned that's on they the know other... people are going to tune in, though. No, that's because they turned on the other servers. They're like, <laughs> quick, turn on the extra server out the back of RTE there. It's just like it's one of those big generators. It's just yeah, just just unleashing a, a legion of hamsters on wheels. Oh, <laughs> dial up, surely. Like, <laughs> you know, I here's the thing. I the thing about RT is I just don't understand how they're right beside the server farms out in uh, out on the south side. How can they not just ring up Amazon and go, "Listen, lads, can we have like four more servers?" But that brings us nicely into our next topic. So I don't know if you folks were uh, on the internet on Tuesday or Monday night and noticed that every and noticed that every website that you tried to use was gone down. I had heard about this. I for I have my, what's this? It was my one night in the, of the of the week where I was not on the internet because I was busy crafting an imaginary world for some of my closest and dearest. Uh, but I did hear about this. <laughs> well, Kev, if you if you if you had have been in in the, in the cyber world, you would have been very disappointed because everything from Disney to Amazon itself was down. Everywhere. I also heard Netflix was included. Do you know why? Amazon server farms got shot, wasn't it? See, here's the thing. So, what have we been saying a very long time? When people scream about Amazon, what you know, take down the data centers, they don't realize that everything. Everything runs on Amazon data center web firms because they do because it's really cheap and it's really easy to do and it's very quick and very sustainable. Well, not environmentally, but I mean, actually, connection wise, it's very sustainable. Yeah, that's that's kind of the secret. You know, Bezos isn't sitting on a golden throne hovering 10 inches out of space because you're buying toilet seats. Off People don't realize that. He's that rich because he pretty much owns the internet. (laughs) He literally invented the idea of cloud computing. Here's the thing that people don't understand, right? And it's, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, like, we're going to get deep for a second. Um, When people are talking about, oh, you know, don't buy on Amazon. I'm like, listen, that makes no money. That makes nothing. Like, that's a fraction. 
What makes the serious money for Bezos is the fact that every single website, every single streaming service you use is using cloud computing that is owned by Bezos. The serious money, the serious money Amazon makes is because every single website you go to is on AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. Because, oh no, look, there's, okay, so there's two other ones. There's Google, which is terrible, and there's, Amazon, and there's Microsoft, which is even worse again. Um, so that's where the money's coming from, you know? And so on the one side, it's like, look, it is really cheap. It's very, very quick. It's very usually very stable. But there is a single point of failure. If it goes down, it goes down. And it went down everywhere, including, and it was so bad, it, it Amazon itself, the actual website went down as well. Ooh. So, it, Right it, near what, Christmas as well. Well, it, now, I, I know a couple of people who work in AWS, um, and... Yeah, uh, Tuesday was not fun for, for them. <laughs> Tuesday was not fun. Um, but this is like when Fastly went down a couple of months ago. Now Fastly is a, a DDoS protection website. So it's 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 called a um like a okay, so when a website gets hit with loads of traffic, it can go down and it's called a, a denial of service attack. Uh, Fastly is like a barrier that kind of uh, loads of traffic in place so it kind of keeps it like a snapshot so it's always up it's always there now that's in front of hundreds of thousands of websites and that the actual data center that runs that product for the world went down and took down most of the internet as well a couple of, a couple of weeks ago so this is the problem with like single points of failure was this was uh, this was separate from the facebook day i was this gonna was, bring that up yeah because that separate. was only what about a month or two ago yeah so that was completely separate to facebook so oh. again but but similar kind of thing Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, Instagram, all on the same bank of servers. For convenience and for um, scalability, like it's it's very cool that they're all together. But when they go down, they all go down. And that's what, what, what seems to be happening here. Now, this was far more concerning because it wasn't like one company went down. It wasn't like it was just one company set of products. It was everything from Netflix to Disney to WWE Network to uh, even a, a small little uh, company or anything like that. It, yeah, like, no, a, any like website that is hosting through a sub-server of a sub-server of a sub-server hosted on Amazon. Yeah. God. Well, here's the thing. You know, Amazon Prime, the reason why Amazon Prime is so cheap is because they own the web servers. You know? Yeah. You're only paying for that percentage. But, like, you can... It, it, it's, it's scary and it's crazy, but uh, I don't think this is going to be the last outage that we're going to have on this level i think the next one's probably going to be even more like secure. that's that's it like mentioning the fastly one i didn't actually know about that uh and i yeah, think we, you... when we when we talked about the facebook one uh, a question like i thought we brought up was like is this going to be the start of something rolling on and apparently yeah well this see this is not... how we live now well see they're not even malicious they're not like cyber attacks no. that's what's interesting they're just false okay well the end they're actual they're actually in the data center. That's the thing. They're actually just hardware faults or, well, the Fastly one, the data center just lost power and went down. Problems coming from inside the base. <laughs> Literally. And that's what kind of happened. And you had to go on and, you know, turn everything back on physically. The Facebook one was a, th- was a routing table misconfiguration. So basically someone typed a zero instead of a one and took down. That uh, still astonishes me. <laughs> it's very easily done. It's very easily done. And again, wasn't a hack. Wasn't like, no. It was literally someone just typing the wrong thing into a computer. 
that was it. And that took down the whole thing. This one is a bit more interesting because I'm not sure exactly if it was a hack or not. Now, from what I've been exposed to, I don't think it is. doesn't look like it was. It looks like it was just the data center went down mm. and he had to roll stuff over onto, because usually certain websites have a, a thing called disaster recovery or fail safe. And they just kind of, it's called rolling over. So they roll over onto a new bank of service. However, that's expensive. A lot of people don't do that. So places uh, mm. so just didn't do it. And they stayed down for a couple of hours, um, which is also very concerning. So, I'd imagine this week was a lot of people going, we need to actually have our disaster recovery better than it was because this can happen again. So wait, let me get this straight. All the streaming services went down on the same day that a, a hurricane hit. Nothing got to do with the hurricane, though. I know it's got nothing to do, but I'm just saying people are stuck at home and their Netflix yeah. ain't Oh, working. yeah, it's a fair point. Oh, yeah. Well, that's this is like, why... it's, it's, I don't even think like, this wasn't even localized to Ireland. So this would no, have this been was international. Global. This was global, yeah. Oh, no, because I'm just he, imagining a scenario oh. where you've, the TV isn't working. Oh, some people just, would have gone to... The trampolines blow in the wind, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, some people would have been out of each other's throats. That's, that's... <laughs> And what I'll say here, gentlemen, is this is why as great streaming services are, and they are great, and they're handy, physical media or a hard drive, a four terabyte hard drive, six terabyte, eight, nine terabyte of movies or TV shows are still worth having what you're saying is that this is why i should keep my dv my standard definition dvd box set of the cube movie trilogy on hand absolutely that should be uh, my cube that should be hoisted and glorified <laughs> like my like my copies like my uh, entire box set collection of hellraiser which those movies get more and more funny as as you as you watch the first three are rather disgusting and watched them together actually did make me sick one time but after that it gets really funny did you know that uh henry cavill that henry cavill was in a Hellraiser movie where, yeah, okay, Pinhead is in it, but the bad guy is actually a Nokia 3310. Not a oh, joke. Oh, there's no taking <laughs> that, that down. True. Those things are indestructible. That is true. And that's the thing. They bury him alive with the Nokia 3310s and still works perfectly. I'm like, yep, that's... And he can play Snake, too. You'd be no, what you got there? You've, you've, you've crossed the point of fantasy. You got cold hard facts there, buddy. <laughs> exactly. You're good. You're good. Uh, no, you know, like, well, I have a smartwatch and the battery dies after like uh, like nine hours or something like that. Nokia 3310? Years without charging. Oh, mine probably still works. Uh, the one I got for work. my communion. Absolutely would still work. You could throw it off a brick. And I, I had a friend. Um, I have a key and that was only two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a friend. You're older than me. <laughs> Do you remember the WAP phones? The Motorola WAP phones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things were also indestructible. I had a friend who would throw his out in front of a car, like in front of cars or whatever, or drop them off bridges to see. And then we were like, well, 11. And uh, he just wanted to see how much damage it could do. To work. This thing was thrown in front of cars. It was thrown off bridges. It was thrown to a river. Still worked perfectly. It was actually unbelievable. I'm just <laughs> concerned about this person throwing rock, throwing what is effectively a rock at a car. <laughs> no, he threw it underneath <laughs> the car. Now, to be fair... Did the car survive? <laughs> this is what I'm thinking as an adult. I'm like, man, that car could have flipped. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like the Marvel Universe would be the same if Thor's hammer was just a Nokia 3410 on a stick. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You still have to be wordy to lift it. Like, <laughs> um, But yeah, so that's why the internet went down this week. So if you are watching Disney Plus, 
you'd be very disappointed. But when it came back, I managed to watch Disney Plus and watch Hawkeye. Keen, what, what a did segue. You think? There you go. Well, it only the, took uh, 25 minutes. <laughs> I haven't brought up Star Wars yet. And we're not going to. Yeah, we're, not okay. going to. we're not going to. All right. Well, then let's go in reverse alphabetical order. Kev, have you seen Hawkeye? No. I, we will I, not I, do I, that then. I, no. I, we I, will not do that. <laughs> no. I, I, it's, it's something I'd mentioned, uh, I think, the last time I was on, which might have been before Hawkeye launched. It was the day Hawkeye had launched. Yes, uh, the 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 uh, what was it called? The Cowboy Bebop episode. I mm. was hyped for it. You had anti hype, and we said we'd come back in a few weeks. That was it. I like you. You tied me over on it a bit, and it's. I I think I'm still going to watch it. I have not had like the 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 drive to watch it that any of the other three Marvel shows had for me. Mm. Uh, That's and I'm, fair. I'm putting That's that full solely on Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Oh, Jeremy Renner's a douche. Leave him alone. He's a weird dude, Kian. He's a weird dude. Oh, he's dude. probably weird, but he's nice. How, how is he a weird dude? Have, have, you heard, heard, have you heard about the Jeremy Renner app? <laughs> no, but I want to. It Jeremy Renner has his own app that is effectively Instagram, but only Jeremy Renner can post on it. I love it. And you pay money to basically give Jeremy Renner likes. <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> you got me. Like Jeremy Renner isn't even really that interesting. Why would you want to, to address I'm I'm long about questioning. I've just accepted and I'm just gonna judge their thus forth. Um but to bring it back, I yeah, I, I just I'm still not got that like kind of excitement. I'm probably no, gonna hold on, hold, hold on, Kev. No, wait, we need to go back to this. <laughs> no, do, no, I don't. I've, I've given you all the information. There's nothing I've just Googled it. He created it in 2017, he and created then it. trolls forced him to shut it down. Oh, it's gone. Oh, I'm did, not upset. I, <laughs> what, I, will, did... I will defer to the Polygon article, which is Why entitled did... The Jeremy Renner app was too good for this world. <laughs> Hold on, I need to look. Why did he create his own? Like, ah, uh, to to get more money for reposting his Instagram posts. That's okay. That's the what, blood because that's all it was. It was what he was posting on Instagram, but only uh, in a him only feed, and you had to pay money to make comments. Oh my god, this is real. <laughs> this is real. Why? 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 But um. Yeah, I, no, I'm on, just. No, no. We're, we're not. We're no. We're, we're not done here. <laughs> Darren, you've got to let this go. I can't. I just found out of it. <laughs> well, I well, I sent you a few articles. I have them here. I can't believe this exists. <laughs> no, there's a question here from the New York Times. Why does this exist? I don't understand. To give Jeremy Renner your money. That's. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the struggle here is. See, I dis- think it's all very self-explanatory. See, I'm disappointed, right? So apparently this was like developed for Paris Hilton and stuff like that as well, right? But I and a company called Escapex. So I thought I thought like Jeremy Renner sat down with you know NetBeans and start coding, but he he didn't. Or uh, Android Studio. So I, I'm sad that he didn't code it himself. <laughs> That's what I thought this was. Jeremy like, Renner, if you're listening, I'm a fan. Dara can do computery things. Give us a call. We'll make we'll, we'll make, make you a new app, better, stronger. Uh, it's been it's been closed down since uh, 2019. Yeah, 
Uh, which means there's an employment vacancy. <laughs> which means think of all the stuff you can post about. You can put and talk about, you know, Endgame. Talk about Hawkeye. I think that probably was after that Bourne movie. Oh yeah. The, well, the, to be fair, the Bourne movie wasn't actually that terrible. Um, um it, it, Arrival. Was he in Arrival? Arrival was, he was years like the ago. Second lead. Yeah, but like that was Amy Adams' show. That's it not. It was. It was. I, my brain. Oh yeah, but like I'm gonna defer to Dennis. The what's his how to pronounce Villeneuve. Like he was saying glowing things about Renner because they had really hard time casting like a Hollywood leading man who wouldn't try and upstage Amy Adams. And like honestly, finding at that level an actor who is generous enough to let. To not to not get in the way. That is a really th- hard thing to find these days, and I think it's why he gets overshadowed quite a lot in the Avengers stuff too. You know. To be fair, that that's Jeremy Renner's like sweet spot, though. <laughs> like he's somehow like an an A list ass- actor that just kind of is completely exists. forgettable. He's completely <laughs> forgettable. He's the most forgettable. Like oh, he's he's he he keeps getting franchises taken off him. Like he was supposed to be born, then he wasn't. He was. For a while, he was set up to be the new Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible. That's gone. Yeah, that's gone. Like yeah. they keep they keep setting him up as like a bridesmaid type thing to these franchises that never. I feel like he's starting to get as bad as Matt Smith as far as that kind of nearly and then not. Type no, of but stuff, the, you know? the difference between him and Matt Smith is he's actually on screen. Matt Smith does the whole film and, and then they just cut him. Yeah, it's so much worse for Matt Smith. And Matt Smith is memorable. <laughs> he is like look the thing about Jen Renner is like I think. And that may be that may be why Hawkeye is a hard sell because his whole thing is he's there. But and that's the joke of the show. It is the joke uh, yeah. of the show. And that's one thing that I actually I I I, I do like the show because it knows exactly what it is and it gets that where it's mm-hmm. like you're just there. <laughs> it's like I also appreciate the full the the Broadway the Broadway show. In the first oh episode. yes that was, that, what was that it was... it was like it was like hamilton for captain america oh it was brilliant it was brilliant um oh, what was it called it was something with like an excellent point like steve or something like that oh i don't know it, it was, was it was like rogers the musical or something like that something it, very it, like it was very good and you know what i could actually like see that being a real thing here's the thing it probably also was a, a snide jab at the spider-man musical that bono uh. wrote if I've owned only... no, because there were people in the audience of that Steve. <laughs> no, there were people in the audience of Spider Man. It's just there, there wasn't injuries at Steve. <laughs> you know, uh, what, right? I want to see this uh, U two musical. I'm, I really do. So if someone has like a bootleg copy, like let me know because I know you can get like what Spider Man hi- one. Yeah, there's highlights of it on YouTube. Oh, I've got uh, the soundtrack album. No, no, I don't want the soundtrack. I want to. I want to see it. I want to see the, these injuries happen. I mean, sorry, oh, you want to see the oh, the injuries are easy enough to find. Watching the actual show—that's the tricky thing. Mm. No, I, like I'm assuming they happen during the show. I want to see the whole. That, thing. That, that show ran for like eight months. I know that has to be <laughs> yeah, so, somewhere. But like, there I think was it's only... still running. It's at one no, point it was no, said, no, it. Knows... it, it no, it only ran for like I think a year or so. I because I only watched like a YouTube documentary on it the other day. Uh, he, Kevin, like, will you please yeah. link me to this? Yes, please. Thank you. And uh, I, when... my only point of contact with it, apart from listening to it, was the the Lindsay Ellis video on it. And I think yes. they said in that that it has to sell out for ten years to make it every night to yeah. make back its money. Yeah, like it was never going to be financially viable. It <laughs> just and like like it was like it sold out consistently for like 
I think a year, like half a year ish mm. out of sheer curiosity because of, because all the injuries not happened to the screeners. This thing was screening for like a year. Oh yes. I can do more than that. Like, they rewrote the whole plot in the screeners too. Like in the original plot of the musical, like Green Goblin was supposed to die halfway through it. And then it's all about the it's, Greek it was, god Ariadne. That's it. Spider-Man to, gets his powers from, from the Greek spider god. Who like has what? a fashion parade and wants to like eat him or something. And they why? just completely scrapped it and just used the plot of the movie. Why is everything with Spider-Man that isn't directly written by Marvel the weirdest thing imaginable. Define it's... Marvel. So, you you know about the James Cameron Spider-Man movie, right? Oh, yeah. But let's but let's say for the benefit of the listeners, like, this is the this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, for the benefit of me, because I do not know this. <laughs> oh, Dara, take it away. So, James Cameron in the 90s wanted to do a Spider-Man movie. Which no did no joke. He he had one written, and apparently it's all body horror. Oh, and it's like what? He was, doing? Remind me, was it Leonardo DiCaprio? Was yeah, gonna he, be he wanted Leonardo DiCaprio to play Spider Man, and was it Schwarzenegger was going to be Doc Ock? I think so. Yeah, I think Good Schwarzenegger God. was there. All right. Now and this is around like, the same time Nicolas Cage was going to be in a Superman movie. Yeah, this was like, like so things were like things were just going to happen regardless of what anyone thought. Yeah, this yeah. was like ninety six. You know, it was it was weird. And then I think all this weirdness, uh, once uh, Batman and Robin came out, they're like, "Whoa, we need to, we need to dial yeah. this back a bit." <laughs> There's like a year's it. difference between the movie Steel and the movie Blade, where everything yeah. transformed overnight. And things just got like, better. Things got better. No, I I think because the the campiness and just the weirdness that like right, that doesn't sell. We need to kind of roll it back a bit. And then Blade was like the perfect kind of like. And then and then point. Wesley Snipes came up here about people trying to ice skate uphill, and it was just a better world to live in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, ooh, which actually, if we while well, we're on the topic of Spider Man, uh, we got a lovely little nugget of information uh, with a trailer for the next Into the Spider Verse movie. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Dara, please. Uh, how excited are you for Spider-Man 2099 to show his face? Oh man! Well, I know Bryn is losing <laughs> his mind because he loves <laughs> loves Miguel O'Hara. Like loses his mind about how much he loves Miguel O'Hara. Personally, I also love Miguel O'Hara, <laughs> so I'm like, I cannot wait to actually see him. You know, in in some fashion, and hopefully, it opens the door. For him to come into the MCU proper, which will probably happen eventually, I'd say. Um, well, I mean, you have a multiverse film coming out with Spider-Man this Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, which we, we will we will get into because that's going to be. No, can we oh, talk no. about Hawkeye? We haven't actually talked about <laughs> Hawkeye. When are they going to get I... to the fireworks factory? <laughs> 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 Finish your twenty ninety nine thing. I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a teacher at this point. <laughs> no, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? That's what's going on here. <laughs> My God, we still have Doctor Who to get to. <laughs> oh, I do believe I'm getting the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Okay. Spider-Man 2099. Cannot wait to be in, in Spider-Verse. Let's go back to Hawkeye because uh, we will, we will, we will, we will I'll just say because I feel like it's my factory. last shot of it. If, okay, before, not, not to derail this, no, no, into context of Hawkeye, 
I haven't seen it, but I'm actually not too worried about spoilers. That's right. just kind of good. Okay. Put that groundwork there. So talk is don't dance around to uh, too fine a point. All um, right. Keen, before you get into it, though, right? No, it is right. I swear. It is right. I swear. Okay. So I'm kind of confused about watching the show, right? So for, for the listeners, it follows Hawkeye after Endgame. So Nat is dead. And um, it's about him trying to basically hang out with his family, right? But at the same time, it follows Kate Bishop, right? Now, why is Kate Bishop... She's not related to Hawkeye, is she? No. Right. He- explain that for the people who may have not read the comics. Okay. So... I don't know. I don't. I didn't read Hawkeye comics, so I don't know. I did, and I love them to bits. The tone is very similar to this. But anyway, like the artwork on the credits is all stolen from the comic run that's based on. But anyway... Kate Bishop is, in the comics, one of the founding Young Avengers, which Marvel definitely is kind of seeding for the future. Uh, But basically, um, she, both in the comic and the show, she is a fan of Hawkeye, but but likely his only fan. And she is a sort of Bruce Wayne-style heiress who wants to be an archer. Mm. And basically... I won't get into the mechanics of how they get together in the show and all that, because, you know, you can watch it. But, like, basically, she is incredibly way too enthusiastic about Hawkeye as a hero, and Hawkeye himself is not. He is a schlub who just wants to go home and sit in a chair. And I think it's a winning dynamic. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's that's brilliant. I don't know. I, I I like as I said, I've only watched the first episode. I'm on the second episode now, and I'm just kind of confused. I'm like, wait, I thought this was about Yeah, family. actually, what? I'm glad you brought that up because the first episode it's a bit CW-ish, is that the term? Yeah, it it's a very... little bit like Batwoman, which initially kind of put me off, but once you get the two of them together, it's golden. Yeah, like Wait, are we talk things are we... I want to talk about in episode two that I can't, and I'm annoyed uh, about it. For, you can't. For, for, for reference, are we talking grim CW or horny CW? Horny CW. Okay, okay. Just I, I wasn't even gonna say it in that way, just in the respect of like it reminds me of Smallville. You know, everything's no, no, kind it, of it's worse than small than Smallville. It, the first episode is like bad flash. Well, in any case, I yeah, I didn't really like the first episode either. But once you get them together it, with the dog as well, it becomes a lot punchier. Like there's like a there's like a five minute car chase that's all done in like one camera angle and uses all these like like with a camera thing in the car rotating as all the stuff goes down around them and they hang out the windows and stuff. But why are they uh, hanging out together, though? That's what I don't understand. Well, well, because, well, I mean, I suppose if we can't read, it's been out three weeks. So, um. If we know from Avengers Endgame that uh, Hawkeye went off a deep end for a while and became Ronan, hmm. who was like a ninja who murdered lots of mafia. And oh, Samurai good. Right. They're addressing the ninja murder. Good. Yes. Got it. And because um, Kate Bishop played brilliantly by, uh, I think it's Haley Steinfeld, um, she uh, basically is like attacked at some sort of secret auction and she puts on the costume to like fight off the bad guys and defend herself. And now actual mafia people think she's the Ronan that did all those killings. And so (laughs) Hawkeye is trying to get his suit back off her to protect her. And at the same time, they think she is the real Ronan. And now because she is a big Hawkeye fan, 
she has glued herself to him and all he wants to do is go home for Christmas. So but he keeps the- getting into continuous scrapes. So it's a bit of a kind of, it reminds me a lot of those like kind of buddy comedies where they're literally just trying to get onto a train and go home and it just things just keep getting in the way. Like LARPers, fighting LARPers comes into it. At one point to get his suit back, he has to like join in like a cosplay LARP type thing and like do slow motion epic fights with a plastic sword with them. Oh my God. Like, okay. Okay. This sounds like the best show ever. It's okay, great. Been, it's yeah. like you, you think side by side with like, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they're dealing with like themes of international espionage and immigration. And meanwhile, Hawkeye is like putting on this plastic armor and fighting LARPers in a park. But that's way get... more but that's way more fun than boring and the boring soldier. Well, I mean, like, there's a place for everything, but yeah, there's just like there's just something wonderfully tired about Hawkeye as a character. He literally just wants to go home and make a gingerbread house. And the mafia and Kate Bishop keep getting in his way and insisting he must be a superhero. So and the, I so, really, I really like that sort of disconnect with so like the, so, the enthusiasm, you know. So is the costume at the at the auction? Or does yeah. she just have it? It's basically they got the costume, the sword, and a few other Ronany things from the ruins of Avengers Compound, and they were selling them like on the black market or something like that. Oh, so it ties. Oh, so it ties into the whole, the whole thing in New York, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, because uh, I mean, I, I can't give away like the whole plot of the episode. You can but, like, go on, go on. Yeah, well, then basically because the Kate Bishop comes from this like fancy heiress family like you know so she has to go to all these like functions and pretend to listen to boring rich people and her mum's getting married to some mustachioed uh weirdo who's also rich so again very sort of if you could imagine a young bruce wayne type stuff where she just wants to kind of do the superhero thing and instead she sort of has to perform in public and all that kind of stuff it's yeah, it's just I I re- I'm really enjoying this whole show and it's like it's got like a nice steady pace. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like those other marvelly things where it's like a movie chopped into six bits. Yeah, which was the, I, which was a massive problem with everything except for Loki. And I would say except for WandaVision, felt and WandaVision. like it belonged yeah. on TV. This yeah. is similar. You get about a half an hour's episode every week and it's just enough to make you feel full and want to find out what happens next. But I feel like uh we should also address what we brought up earlier, which is that this is starting to open the door for Netflixy Marvel characters coming back in because there is an allusion to Wilson Fisk. And yes. I, from what I could tell talking to some of the staff at Geek Garland, they actually did use a clip of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's voice just to kind of solidify that. It may have they been did, like an archive yeah. thing, but they still picked his voice. They did the same thing in um, The Eternals with Blade. The new Blade as well. Oh, know. yeah, but Blade, yeah. like, you know, is a new character coming in. But I know, is... but they still did the same thing where they, they didn't show him, they just used his voice. Oh, yeah, but I think this is, I mean, that was a great, I had to Google who it was after I saw that film. But I think it's big in the respect that they could have easily just recast Kingpin. Oh, and they've chosen so not to. He's same so with Daredevil. So... Yeah, it's like, Charlie Cox is just a phenomenal Daredevil, and it would be, it'd be wrong to, I do, actually, I hope they keep, um, the Jessica Jones. Uh, oh, like that? No, that's that. Like, 
those oh those that first series is actually perfect <laughs> but but also the oh what's his name doctor who doctor who uh, purple man yeah purple man they need to keep, oh. they need to keep yeah. him as well because he's, he's dead yeah like that's yeah <laughs> but multi i know that doesn't stop that anyone doesn't in matter. the universe a doctor yeah. octopus is dead that's <laughs> true yeah so is the gob green goblin they can bring them back you know? that's true it's yeah it's and to be honest they'd be clever to do that now because i read the original young avengers run which had kate bishop and all that kind of thing and if they are leaning into that jessica jones was a huge factor she was yeah that team yeah so that'd be a nice way of segueing her in without bringing in the adultness of it do you know what i mean i mean you can always do that later on in movies and stuff but like the young avengers and i purple man is such a cool villain he's like the standout of like Marvel villains that aren't Marvel villains, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I just think the the fact that they're breaking them, they're breaking their universe to kind of shoehorn shoehorn in the X Men and everything like that now as well. They might as well just connect it all up. And the closer we get now to Far From Home, I think we're going to start seeing some real, some real stuff now, really soon. I mean, some I'm, I feel wacky full, nonsense, frankly. Yeah. You what, sir? I feel full on Marvel, frankly. I don't I don't want them to split the app, split the atom and bring in everything. I kind of I don't want it to become too crowded too quickly. I like Marvel when they pair up interesting characters. I don't like Marvel when there's 30 of them and they all don't get a minute I, to breathe, you know? I don't I don't think they're going to do that, but they do need to establish like they need to fix the problem that exists. There's a problem? Well, yeah, like <laughs> How do you you can't really square the circle of um sure there was one with the Eternals as well. Where were you when all the stuff? Oh, I see. Okay, so you like know, retconning into their universe, right? Yeah, like and the only way they can kind of do it, like for example, if the X Men just show up, it's like, so you've been here the whole time, and you never thought to show up once, you know, by by breaking the multiverse up, it avoids the the Eternal problem. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna coin it the Eternal problem. Yeah, which the Eternals problem, which is literally that it's like, all right, you're a hero and you didn't think to show up when the world was literally ending. That's... Planet's big. Uh, the, well, the universe <laughs> was ending. The universe is big. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's look, if I had the power to stop Thanos, I'd still have to get on like a 10 hour flight. <laughs> like, well, you know... to, well, no, because remember the, the sling rings kind of you can just jump around. Oh yeah, I suppose that's fair. Yeah. So like, this is the problem. They've they've backed themselves in, and also they've gone as big as they can possibly go without bringing in Galactus. After bringing Galactus, that's really jumping the shark. The Eternals uh, movie is kind of like as big as they could possibly go right now, uh, with without the reshuffle. So once they get the reshuffle, now we'll have the new status quo. And what they'll do, Kane, I think they will still have those buddy cop smaller shows because I actually mm. prefer like Loki's one of my favorite things that Marvel's ever done. Oh Loki's so, great, yeah. Because it's so small and focused. Um and you know it's it's I think it's perfect um for, for what you want but there's no reason why you still can't do that. Like okay um let's look at Spider Man. Just take Spider Man at a at a face value. There's mm. no reason why you can't have a small Spider Man Daredevil story as a TV yeah. show. I mean, no. I think I think the oh, dynamic no. would be slightly messed up because Charlie Cox is much older than uh, Tom Holland. Like, they're kind of their ages were comparable in the comics, but 
I can well, still see it working somehow, well, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, you can still... Well, you know, Iron Man and Spider-Man worked, and that was never something that was in the comics. Oh, it was, yeah. Um, well, but, um, yeah, yeah, in the run-up to the Civil War, kind of, um, kind of. Aunt not, May's not... house burned down, and they moved and then, in. And, and the last thing Spider-Man for... needs is another father figure. Okay, but, look, sorry, Spider-Man was a bad... But you know what I mean? Like, you can still take these... Oh, not in his origins. I get you with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... Um, but what I what I don't want to see, and I'm right there, Richie Keane. I don't want to see these big X Men team up movies. I yeah. have no desire to see that. But what would be cool is small X Force movie, maybe. Sure, yeah, yeah. Know, ga- that Gambit movie reworked to be something good. Magneto, um, they could do House of M even if they wanted to, as like a what if. Or Mar- yeah, Marvel have been pretty careful to avoid big universe reshuffles so far. The biggest thing they've done is the blip. That's because uh, they're building up to this. They ha- like they can only you can really only reshuffle the universe once or twice, and this is the big mm-hmm. one where they're actually going to kind of reshuffle everything. Because I do think the fan- they're building up to the, the two the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. I think that's what the big thing is now. What they're going like once they have Kang, that's your big bad guy. Yeah, it allows them to bring in Doom. Which... Smart money seems to be on um, the Avengers Tower got sold in the first Spider-Man film, and people are saying that's going to be the Baxter Building. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say, absolutely, I'd say tracks. Yeah, I say that's a or it might have got so um, in new universe, the new continuity when everything levels out. It's the Baxter Building. Mm. You know, like it's because we don't know. Like they're saying in Far From Home, someone's going to die, and that's probably going to be one or two of the Spider Man, Spider Man. Um, I mean, we've got spares. They do have spares, so it's probably going to be Andrew Garfield. Um, Just, just let Tobey Maguire go. He's 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 buried this. No, what we need is to reenact the like clock tower scene from Amazing Spider-Man Two, except Andrew Garfield is like the Gwen Stacy character, and the other Spider-Men are reaching for him. You know what sucks though? I really, I really like the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man. I, Hmm. I just thought the movie was let down by studio interference. I thought he was a pretty good Spider-Man. Terrible Peter Parker. You did not buy him for one moment as Peter Parker, but he was a good Spider-Man. Yeah, it's funny actually because you could say the same thing in reverse about Tobey Maguire, but I do. the movies as yep. structured didn't need Tobey Maguire to be an especially good Spider-Man. You know, no. if you if you like if you if you if you're able to swap them out where you have like Andrew Garfield being Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire being Peter Parker, there you go. You have a good mix of a, of an adult Spider-Man or Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, I think his Spider-Man. name is Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Tom, Tom, look, controversially, I don't think we've seen Tom Tom Holland be Spider Man. Get out! As uh, I don't know, I like. Oh, I love him to bits. I think he's great. I don't. He's he's he just comes off as Junior Iron Man to me. I I could see that, yeah, but like I think the. I think the thing that is the winning ingredient of Spider-Man is that he is like an underdog kid who has the pretense of being a superhero, but in actuality, mm. his life is a mess. And I think yeah. the movies really struggle to reconcile Spider-Man being cool and Spider-Man being deeply vulnerable. And I think the Tom Holland one walked the line the best in that respect. But like oh. in... in... They didn't really give him enough time to breed in that sense because, like, Civil War, look, him showing him Civil War is like the coolest thing ever, and it, it still is, right? But 
it doesn't really give him time to breed because in you know uh, homecoming it's like it it walks that line but then there's lots of Iron Man stuff in it which needed to be done and I like homecoming as a movie but I suppose they kind of had to and maybe they'll address it in the origin series they're doing mm. um but oh there's like what is it year one or something like that yeah sure. there's something like that coming up and they need yeah. to kind of square that circle but uh, apparently there is another Spider-Man trilogy coming out. Yeah, well, that's that's just, that's got the stank of Sony all over it. We well, are going to have to uh, cut the show uh, there, guys. There we, we are go. at that's time, it. unfortunately. You are joking me. Absolutely not. This is what happens. You don't let me talk about Hawkeye for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. Poor Hawkeye. No, I mean, we're never getting the fireworks factory. <laughs> <laughs> well we did get to the we, we got outside the fireworks factory we got there and it was a fine in. view for all the five minutes that we saw it. but for that is our wrap for the show this week uh, well, is there anything I, either you guys would like to uh, plug before we go King yeah plug my Doctor Who reviews on Geek Ireland because we didn't have time for it this week <laughs> they do exist somewhere not here <laughs> <laughs> I will plug the Matrix uh, I saw Ooh. the Matrix in 4D, uh, 4DX in Cineworld the other day. It was wonderful. It was a great experience. The only 4DX experience that was actually worthwhile going to, for example, when you're in when you're in in the Matrix with uh, Neo, when he starts experiencing how weird the world actually is, all the seats move. Oh, very it's nice. Property cool. It's the only good 4D experience I've I've ever I've ever had. Plus, it was scaled up as well. So, if you get a chance. Go see The Matrix in 4D. It's totally worth your chance. And The Matrix is coming out very, very soon. And so we're going to be talking about for a solemn month. So um, I'll get my Doctor Who talking at some point. Oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll, just can, we'll, we'll, we, we'll just need to let I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need to catch up. I need to catch up. Actually. I'm, I'm all behind. <laughs> Uh, well, as always, you could find me over on YouTube at The Nancy Crew. Links are in the description for my Greek pathology themed D&D campaign, where we are having a ball and a blast uh, uh, torturing our players. <laughs> uh, until then, we will see you next week for another Nerd to Know Basis. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Watch Hawkeye. Are you a nerd? Do you like hearing about a bizarre range of topics from the world of nerd? Does your heart and hairstyle still belong in the nostalgic 90s? Are you a sucker for spooky weirdo things? Well, whether you're a hardcore nerd or a vanilla ice ice baby, Straight Outta Canto is the podcast radio show for you! Straight Outta Canto, that's K-A-N-T-O, Ireland's number one show for nerd culture, nightmares, nostalgia, and more. Straight Outta Canto. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 